Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to eCourse Adventures Live, episode two. Now, today is going to be a little bit different. Uh, I am flying solo because Andy is on a jet plane somewhere up in the sky right now, heading to the Pacific Northwest to go to a wedding and a bunch of festivals. So, I'm stoked to be here. We're going to be exploring one of my uh, favorites, favoritest, favoritest topics that we can explore, uh, which is laying the groundwork, the foundation for long-term success and fulfillment. So before we dive into it, in the comments, tell us who's here, where you're from, and how you doing today? How are you? So far, so good on my end. I got up and played Sunrise Golf. Actually, I played in the dark golf for the first three holes, which is a part of my living my dreams today thing, which we'll get into today. Uh, so it's, it's a good day. I'm really happy to be here. Really grateful. So if you missed last week, you can always check out the recording. Last week, we dove into the e-course of your dreams. That was our topic. And how do you actually do that this day and age? When everything is pretty much the same old hypey stuff. So how do you create a course that you're stoked about, that your students are stoked about? That's what we dove into last week. So you can check out the that in the archives at thegreatycourseadventure.com forward slash blog. And you'll see it right there at the top of the page. So today we are diving into habits and strategies for long-term success and fulfillment. This for me, I've been on the entrepreneurial path for coming up on 12 years. And I tell you, it's a hard freaking journey. Like to take your ideas from, you know, the, oh, that's a great idea in conversation to actually grounding that down into the physical reality and having it so that people want to pay you money for it. And not just like a little bit of money, but enough money to cover your entire life expenses so that you can do what you want on this earth. And that's been my life journey. And I tell you, it's been it's been hard. There's been so many ups and downs, but I'm doing it. And I've been doing it for a long time. And so I want to help those of you today that really need to find your footing on this entrepreneurial path, that you need some help to stop the flailing because there's, I know it, there's, there's a lot of flailing that happens on this journey of being a creator. And that's really ultimately what we are. We can call it entrepreneurs, we can call it what we want, but you know, this quest of freedom, we are creators. We are turning ideas into things and to do that, we must create them. And so today we're going to stop the flail. I am intending that you walk away with at least a few different things that you can begin applying to your life and your business to make a huge impact because it's honestly the small minor things that we're going to go through today that are going to make a huge difference. It's it's habits. Literally, we are creatures of habit. And so, for example, if you're, say, working 40 hours a week for somebody else for your entire life, and then you decide, I'm going to go be an entrepreneur because I want freedom. Well, all of a sudden, you're in charge of your schedule, and you're in charge of your life, and you're in charge of your success, and you're in charge of all the to-dos and tasks and organizing yourself and planning and strategizing and doing everything. You are the one all of a sudden. And that's, it's a challenging reality to deal with. And I remember my first five years, I felt like I had really no idea what I was doing. I was just kind of running. I was just like sprinting, just trying to get to the, 
the beginning of the next month with enough money in my bank account to be able to pay the rent. And over time, I've developed strategies and I've learned how to manage myself and foresee what the future is going to look like so I can be prepared for it. And so the first lesson in today's experience is to know where you are going. And so if you catch yourself flailing and flopping around and you feel like you really don't know where you're going, then this is where the importance of a long-term vision comes in handy. I know my first several years of entrepreneurship, not several, I mean seven years, it was all about these big, lofty six to 12 month goals. And I tell you, I failed almost every single one of those goals. I'd have these ridiculous goals of, you know, going from a few thousand dollars a month income to, you know, making a million dollars in a year. And it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't reasonable. Not that we need to be reasonable. Like it's good to dream very big and all that sort of stuff. But I've learned that we need to create this was the game changer to create a long-term vision. So instead of these short-term visions for me, I got as clear as I possibly could on what I wanted for 10 years out from now and what I wanted to be doing, what I wanted my life to look like, how I wanted to see myself and see my health. And suddenly as I got clearer and clearer on all of the details of who I wanted to become, where I wanted to contribute and be of service to others, what bucket list items were most important to me and all these different details, Suddenly, all of the current challenges that I was going through had less power, whereas before they were like, they were monumental, they were enormous, like paying, paying the rent at the end of the month or, you know, affording a trip that I wanted to go on. These were huge, huge goals. And suddenly, when I took the scope from this like narrow scope to this wide horizon where I could really see this long-term journey for myself ahead, suddenly all the stress and the pressure that I'd been putting on myself, nobody else was putting it on me, that I was just putting on myself, it suddenly started to diffuse. And suddenly I felt like I had a different outlook on my current challenges or the current skill sets that I was being required to learn. And instead of them being this big deal that stressed me out, they were suddenly just a step along the journey that instead of this big wall, it was just a minor speed bump. And I suddenly could, I knew I could do it because I knew where I was going. I knew the, the, what, the grandness of where I was heading and that long-term vision made everything right now. I just feel like, all right, this is just what we're doing today. Today, you know, today's one day out of the next several thousand days. And this challenge is just one day out of the next several thousand days is really not that big a deal. And it also made me more inspired to learn different skills. For example, a lot of you here I know are working on e-courses. You want to create phenomenal courses that change people's lives and you want to make passive income doing that. And building your first course is the hardest thing. It took me months to build my first course. And my second course took me less than a couple weeks. It actually took me eight days from the moment I had the idea to the moment that the idea was actually being sold online and people were paying me money for it. And, you know, obviously with the great e-course adventure, it's taking us much, much longer to build this because it's a huge project that we've taken on. 
But having that vision will make the desire to say, learn the tech. If you're, you have fears of tech, it will just suddenly like, oh yeah, if I'm in this for the next five years and this is like my path to mastery, then all right, I'm just going to go learn how to build a platform. And that's what I'm going to spend this entire week doing. And it just takes this rushing energy. Our culture is diseased with this feeling of needing to rush. And when you have that long-term vision and you're grounded in it, it just makes everything better. So that's lesson one is like, take some time. If you don't have a five to 10 year vision of where you're going specifically, like for me in 2012, when I knew that e-courses was the direction I wanted to go, I didn't just say, I'm going to go make an e-course. I was like, I'm going to dedicate myself to the next five years. I'm building e-courses. This is going to be my path. I'm going to put everything into this. And I literally went from leading a couple hundred meditations per year, meditation groups, to leading maybe a dozen because I was spending all of my energy and all my fuel putting my work online. And now here I am four and a half years later and we're freaking pioneering a new style of e-course and and learning experience online. My courses have been used by people in more than 40 countries around the world and I'm starting to get bigger contracts from other companies that want to use my tracks and, and hire me out and license and all this sort of stuff. And, and 90% of my income comes from online sales. Like I, I just had a son this, this few months ago and I get to be home with him every single day. Most days he's working in a little pouch, bouncing away on a ball while I'm sitting here on my computer working. And it's the greatest thing ever. And it took me really just saying like, screw it. I'm going to just do this for the next five years. I'm going to learn it. This is my thing. I'm going to do it. And so what's your thing that you're committed to that you're like, I'm going to dedicate the next five to 10 years to figuring this out and to being really, really, really good at it so that everybody in your industry or whatever area that you're in is going to come to you and be like, all right, because you're the one, you're the person. And right now, as far as e-courses go, Andy and I, we're a couple of the ones that everybody's going to start going to for learning how to do this stuff. And so what's your thing? that you're dedicated to for the next five years. That's something you really need to be clear on. Number two, once you know your thing, it's all about habits and rhythms. We're creatures of habits, right? As I said. So you need to know what you're doing every single day to help you move towards that great vision that you have. What are the things that you're, you're doing every day? You need to schedule your success. Have it in your calendar. Have times blocked off. I think what I see so often is we have this time freedom and we let it slip us by. And your time is your greatest asset, especially when you're not cash rich. Your time and your creativity are the greatest things that you have to get you to where you want to go. And so you need to take a step back and map out the next several months into blocked projects that you're working on so that you can break them down into individual steps and then block off the chunks of time that you need to in your calendar. And you need to treat building your e-course or if that's what you're doing, whatever it is that you're doing, you need to treat it like it's a client. So you need to block it off. I recommend three hour minimum chunks of time that you have dedicated. Three hours is a really solid chunk of time that you can maintain your level of focus and enthusiasm to get a project done. So if you're 
needing to learn technology, which I'm not the tech guy on our team, but I've had to learn a lot of technology over the years because before Andy and I partnered up, that was my job. It was the only way I could make money and, and live how I wanted to live was to just learn these things. And so what I would do is I'd block off, say, three hours for tech learning time. And I would just dive into the world of tech, whether it was autoresponders or building my platform, or maybe it was recording my audios or videos and then editing them. And I would just do these three-hour chunks. And some days I would have three or four three-hour chunks, but that's how I'd do it. And I would get up and stretch and drink water, or eat food at the end of every three hours. But that really worked for me. And so you have to figure out what works for you. If you want to learn a new skill, like say you want to learn to play the guitar or something like that, it's far more useful to pick up the guitar for 15 minutes a day and play it every day than it is to pick it up an hour once a week. You need to be really consistent with this. So are you being consistent and showing up every single day in some way, shape or form with your e-course or with the project that you are most dedicated to right now? And if the answer is no, then getting that in the calendar, you know, block off the next month. What are your dedicated times to working on this thing? And if you're building an e-course, it's no small task. And you probably already know that, especially if you're in the great e-course adventure. It's a big deal. You know, you're, there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of things you got to learn, especially if you're doing all the tech stuff yourself. So you need to block it off. And if you've been flopping around or you haven't been doing it right, then just start today. Just go on your calendar while I'm talking right now and enter in the times that you're dedicated to it and treat it like a client and just show up. You got to just show up. And don't allow yourself to get distracted from things that aren't in alignment with your big vision. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing is learning to say no to those shiny objects that really don't actually serve the greater picture of what you feel you're here to do and want to do. Because sometimes it's easy to say yes to those things and hard to say yes to learning something that's difficult. But do it. Put it in the calendar and do it. I believe in you. I love you. You're awesome. (laughs) So next up is to know your team. We all need a team. You're here to be a superhero. I don't care who you are, and I don't care if you don't realize you have superpowers, but you do have superpowers. That's why you're here. And so you need to have your team around you. Everybody needs a freaking team. You need to have your business team. So an accountant, your lawyer, perhaps a business partner or two, perhaps a mastermind group. You need to have you know, any designers you need to have your business team. So right now, with pen and paper in your hand, if everybody still uses pens and papers, write down who's your team. Who's your business team? It might be coaches. Know your team. Next up, you need your personal team, the people that help you stay sane and you know help you be a good human. These would be your friends and your family. Uh, these might be a, a spiritual teacher. It might be your yoga teacher or meditation teacher. These are the people that help you be your best self. And we all need those people. If it's your friends, they would be your your closest five friends that are in your life right now that you spend the most amount of time with. These are the people that need to be really on your team. They can't be the people that tell you you're, you're stupid and you shouldn't be doing it. They're the ones that need to be like, wow, you're crazy. I love it. How can I support you? Those are the types of friends that you want to be having on this journey because it, sometimes it's lonely, sometimes it's hard. 
sometimes you need a shoulder to cry on because you screwed up or whatever. And your team are going to be the people that are there for you to hold you and to help you keep going when you want to give up. And then you need a health team because what the hell is the point of having success if you got crappy health? You need to focus on your health. It needs to be a part of your ritual as you're going through this journey. I mean, being an entrepreneur, talk about spiritual paths of enlightenment. I mean, if all of your fears, all of your insecurities, everything comes to the surface on this journey as an entrepreneur. I mean, you're literally, whatever you created is an expression of who you are. That's, that's how I look at it. And so I only want to put out my best work. I only want to, I only want to grow and transform. And, and so you really need that team. I mean, I think something that's so important, often not done on this journey of entrepreneurship is to include exercise, like exercise, 60 minutes of exercise should be a part of your workday every day. If you're the one creating your schedule, then book it in there. That If you're working, say, six to eight hours a day, then make 60 minutes exercise time that you go out for a big hike or you exercise indoors or you do yoga or something that gets you in your body because it's in those flow states where you're, you're not thinking about work, but you're moving your body, the oxygen's flowing, the blood is pumping, that all of a sudden you, you have these breakthrough ideas. When Andy and I were creating the Grady Course Adventure, we weren't doing it all on the computer. We were only doing half of it on the computer. The other half, we would go out for these epic day-long hikes. We'd pack our lunch in our backpacks, we would take a couple journals, and we would go hike along the ocean, we would go climb mountains. And in that process, we would dream up our next modules or our next checkpoints, as we call them in the Grady Course Adventure. And we would literally, we would ask ourselves all of these questions. So for example, we're, we're working on our, our Camp Medius checkpoint. And Camp Medius is where these Medius brothers, they, they come in and they teach you everything you need to know about creating really engaging, fun media experiences for your course. And so the Medius brothers, for, while we were working on that, we would basically like, we would map out all of the main lessons that we knew we wanted to teach in that checkpoint. And then we would go one by one and we ask, what is the main lesson that we're going to teach in this? So we would map it out. We'd, ha- we'd write point notes for each of all the videos. And Camp Medius, we had 10 videos for that particular checkpoint. And then we would say, okay. Now, how can we make this lesson super fun and creative for our students to go through? How can we make it the most engaging media experience? So then we will flesh out the actual story that goes into it and who the characters are and how they all relate to each other and what kind of drama plays out over the course of that checkpoint. Because the Grady Course Adventure is a story. It's an adventure. It's not just a bunch of talking heads telling you stuff like right now (laughs) it's much different than that and so we would go out and we would just hike and we would talk and every time we'd have an idea we would stop and we'd write it down and then we'd walk and hike some more and it was brilliant and you know we we did not do our greatest work while we were sitting in front of the computer trying to to think there's way too many distractions you got bars open you got emails there's 
there's way too much going on. What we needed was to exercise and we needed to go on an adventure. And so if you're creating an, a business, that's an adventure. You should get out and have more adventures where you're thinking about your business and you're, you're dreaming about it and you're creating it. And write all that down and then come back to your computer and transcribe it later. So I know that was a lot. This is all a lot, but it's awesome because it's true. And this is what we need to do if we want to be successful and fulfilled. So just do it. <laughs> so again, gather your team around you and let them know how much you appreciate them. Like do it as often as you possibly can. Let your team, if you haven't sent them a thank you card, I haven't sent my team a thank you card for, for too long. So I'm going to send more thank you cards. In fact, my wife and I are doing thank you cards this week. So I'm going to put my team on my thank you card because it's important to let them know they appreciate it because gratitude goes a very, very long way. So next up on today is ABC. This was something that came to me like four years ago, five years ago, I think four years ago is, is in the e-course time when like I, it was such a steep learning curve and I just, I was learning so much and every time I would create something, it would get a little bit better than the previous version. And so suddenly I had this philosophy. It was ABC, always be creating because if you're always creating, then you're always learning. And if you're always learning, then you're always going to be improving. That means if you're always creating, you're always going to, your next creation is always going to be a step better than, than this one. I mean, it's amazing when I look back at my first meditation e-course that I launched in March, 2012, and I look at the quality of what I'm creating now, and it's mind-blowingly different, but people had no problems paying me a hundred dollars back then for my courses. and. I just look at the that level of progression. I look at the previous e-course on building e-courses, our e-course creation blueprint. And like the first version was just all audio. And I think I sold it for for a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars and included coaching. And then I made a, a level up from that. And then I leveled up and I redid all the content again. And now we have this great e-course adventure, which is like entertainment gamification and adventure meets e-course creation. And it's brilliant. I'm stoked about it. But I couldn't be here if I just sat around twiddling my thumbs waiting for this. I had to create all those other versions because in all those other versions, there were a thousand individual lessons that I needed to learn to be here where I am right now. And so if you're waiting for the first, the perfect product, then stop waiting and just create the perfect product for where you're at right now and let it be as good as it is and then create the next version of it and the next version of it and then go create more products. Because if you're not creating, then you're not learning. And that's the bottom line. We can sit here and think about the greatest product all we want, but until we actually put those thoughts to action and we create it in the best way we possible can, it's just not going to happen. It's just going to be this pipe dream that gets you nowhere. And that's the bottom line. You got to be creating every day. Be creating. Don't wait for perfection. Just get messy and get started. Uh, next up, this is this is the newest lesson in my life in the last year to a year and a half. I mean, I it was it's the greatest epiphany I've ever had. I always had my art and my passions separate from my business, and now I see that my business is an art form. I mean, entrepreneurship is an art form. To facilitate transformations for other people is an art form, and so. Making your business and your work feel like art, 
making every aspect of your life feel like art. Like, let it be fun. Give yourself permission to do things creatively and to do things your way, to let your full expression shine through in what it is that you're here to create. Because that's how your tribe is going to notice you. If you try and do what every guru out there is telling you to do, their blueprint formula thing, you're not going to get noticed. You're going to look exactly like everybody. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many copycat sites I've seen of Marie Forleo, people trying to be Marie Forleo when they're not Marie Forleo, they're themselves and they're never going to be successful and fulfilled until they just own who they are and they let that be expressed. Thank you, Elisa. I'm glad this is hitting home for you. And so you really, the only way your work's going to be art is if you seek to find your own unique expression of who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in. And what lights you up? So for me, I've always been super stoked and passionate about skit comedy. I love doing Saturday Night Live skits. I have the domain name New Earth Comedy because I always wanted to create a conscious version of Saturday Night Live. And I used to create a lot of skits and put them on YouTube. And you could probably find them if you search around. And so that was always separate from my business. I always had a business plan in the back of my mind of how I could make money with that. But I never acted on it because I didn't have the team around me. And Andy's a graphic designer. He's very creative. He's a musician. And I also love writing music. And I've been a writer. I mean, I've made part of my living for the last seven, eight years from being a writer. And so, but I never saw this as an art form. And when we started the Great E-Course Adventure and we realized we wanted to create a whole new media experience that was entertaining and fun, I got to put all of my passion of skit comedy into building these individual lessons. And I mean, if, you, if you're going through the great e-course adventure, like many watching this are, then you know there's, there's probably 86, 90 lessons, individual lessons that are like, you know, anywhere from two to five minutes on average lessons that are the steps on the journey. And each one of those is kind of its own little skit. Sometimes we have different characters that come in and we had to write all those scripts. And this was like a dream job for me to be able to like go in, be creative and imagine this entire new world and create these fun skits that also deliver really practical information that's necessary for creating an e-course. And so taking my old work of how I did work and what I saw as my art and merging those together, it's created something that is phenomenal. I mean, the team, our team, we were four of us working on the great e-course adventure. Andy and I are the two full-time guys and it's freaking amazing. It's the most fun I've ever had doing anything and it's making money. It's fabulous. It's incredibly unique and noticeable. And I realized that this is the thing, this is the missing link for most entrepreneurs is they're not making art. They're doing business and there's a big difference. So really reflect on that. What would it look like if you treated your business or your e-course creative process as though it's an art project? And my guess is it'll be game changing because it was for us. And I'm seeing that light bulb go off for a lot of our students going up the mountain with us. Next up, your relationships, the most important thing. You ever hear the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's a very true statement. I don't know a lot, but I know a lot of really great people. And because of that, I have had a lot of wonderful doorways opened up and I've been very supported and blessed on my path. And so you need to get out. You need to network in real life. 
You need to foster positive relationships. You need to Google search all of the people in your industry, like Google search the top search words for your industry and what it is you do and start reaching out and making contacts, contact with those people, like connect. Don't ask them for anything. Just be like, yo, I notice you do this thing. Let's hop on Skype and let's connect. I would love to know more about you. What are you passionate about? What are you working on right now? And just build a relationship. I know there's a lot of introverts here and you might be like, well, I'm not outgoing, so I don't do that. If you're not outgoing, just be curious. Ask lots of questions. I, that's something that I'm very good at is I ask people a lot of questions. I'm curious. I want to know about other people's lives. I want to know what inspires them, what lights them up, what are they working on? What is their biggest struggle right now? I I think it's incredible. We're so complex as human beings. And I think, you know, if, if we go on somebody's website and we just read their bio, we actually know nothing about who they are. All we know is this blip of who they were in the past. But who they are right now and what they're doing right now is probably completely different because I know I read my bio and it's very, very out of date and it's not a reflection of who I feel I am in this moment. So be curious and start reaching out, building relationships. Definitely a good resource is to have a Google document that is hubs and it's just the hubs of people that you know you've reached out with and keep those all warm send emails every few months connect in with those people book skype calls with them have coffee lunch whatever and just foster those relationships it's going to be very very valuable down the road i guarantee it and you can always start now start today next up is live your dreams today don't wait for success to live your dreams that's a bunch of bs we're here. We're going to die soon. I mean, come on now. Let's just get on with it. <laughs> I When I started my entrepreneurship thing, I mean, I dropped out of college to start my first business to go play professional golf. My business failed and I didn't play golf for six, six years, basically. And suddenly, like, I was just so hungry to play golf. And I just started going to the park down the road and I'd make holes in the ground and I would just play golf there for hours because I couldn't afford, I still couldn't afford to go play golf at a golf course. And then I just humbled myself and I got a two day a week job at a golf course. And I suddenly got to play golf four days a week and that changed my life. And now here I am, you know, 2005, early 2005 was when I dropped out of college. And this is my first year playing professional golf. And I'm now a certified teacher and I'm teaching clinics and all that sort of stuff. And it's a blast. And it's because I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I don't need money to go play golf. I'm just going to do it. And so if your dream is to travel, then start traveling in your home city. If your dream is to learn how to make the best pancakes on the planet, then just freaking make pancakes every day. Whatever it is for you, just start doing it. You don't need money to start living your dreams now. You just need an imagination, creativity, and you just got to freaking do it. So do it. Don't wait till you're dead or successful because by the time you get successful and success in, in the state of mind that you have, you might be too stressed or you might have other passions. So just do it now. Next up is practice meditation. As you can tell, I'm a high energy person. I have a lot of energy. I can be pulled in many different directions. I'm an ideas guy. Uh, it's just meditation has been the greatest gift I've ever given myself. And if you don't know how to meditate, then set an alarm for 15 minutes and breathe and just literally focus on your breathe. Take deep breaths in into the bottom of your belly and then exhale with control. 
through your nose and just allow your spine or your stomach to go right into your spine. Breathe in again. And exhale. Breathe in again. Exhale. That's a great place to start. Set the alarm for three minutes or five minutes. And I mean, I've worked my way up to, to doing it for 60 minutes. I don't do that now because I have a lot going on, but I can definitely take five minutes or 10 minutes. Or when I'm playing golf every morning, I focus on my breathing while I'm walking down the fairway. And my, my life is more of a meditation because I practiced so much over the years. And so if you don't meditate, find a practice. Go to my website, 21daymeditationexperience.com. I'll put it right in the notes here. $100 program and have it for free today. Just take it. Uh, I think the, the coupon code is I am ready with a dash between each one. So I dash am dash ready, all capitals. Just enter that in the coupon code. There's a 21-day meditation program. If you do it every day for 20 days, you'll have a habit and you will suddenly know what it's like to meditate every day. And it's a very different experience. To create from a space of stress and anxiety, it sucks. It's not productive. You're scattered. It's not your best work. We're here to do our best work. And to do our best work, we have to let go of the stress. We have to let go of the anxiety. We have to tap in to our deepest emotions. We have to tap into our greatest expression of creativity. And we can't do that with all that stress and anxiety in the way. It's not going to happen. We're going to be creating from a jaded place. And so if you want to do your best work, learn meditation for real. This is not like a sales pitch. This is like the truth. There's so much science out there. I don't even need to tell you about it because you just know it's true in your gut. And don't worry about thinking or stopping your thoughts or any of that stuff. That's all just a bunch of rubbish. If you can just literally breathe for 10 minutes a day and do nothing but focusing on your breath, eyes open or closed, it does not matter. It will change your freaking life. I guarantee it. And so it doesn't take much work. And coming up here in a month from now, I'm actually going to be taking that 21-day meditation course down. And I'm going to be launching, I have about 35 high quality meditation tracks that I'll be putting up in an archive where you can pay per download. And so um, this is one of the last times you're going to be able to actually use that 21 day meditation course. So download it and do it. And thank you, Trish. Trish says it is an awesome program and it doesn't take long. True story. So just do it. It's free today. So click 21 day meditation experience.com and then enter the coupon code I-M-Ready, all capitals. Meditate. It's freaking awesome. Uh, next up is, I already said this, make exercise a part of your work day. Just do it. Book it in. Make exercise, like call it thinking time so that you feel like you're working if that's that's a good way to trick yourself. If, if you feel like you need to be working and sitting in front of your computer, which you don't. You could be hiking half the day. You could be doing so many other things. You know, like try, literally try, if you need to be on the internet, be on the internet. But if you don't need the internet, then get the hell out of the house. Go work outdoors. Put on your parka if it's winter time, and like go work outside. There's so many other places to work than just in your office. And let your work be an adventure. So that's been very helpful for me for, for doing all these different 
perspectives and just it's it's wonderful that last sentence made no sense because i was reading and stuff so just delete that out of your mind and let's move on <laughs> next up number 10 is enjoy the journey do what excites you you know don't create a product because it's gonna get you money make a product because you're freaking excited about it because it's got you stoked and makes you come alive and that it feels like it it's for a greater purpose. That's why we become entrepreneurs, or at least it should be. And so just enjoy it. Because again, one day we're not going to be here. And how do you want to look back on this time of your life? Do you want to remember this? It's like, man, that was crazy. I was so stressed and I almost died of a heart attack because I put all that pressure on myself. Or do you want to remember it as like a really awesome, juicy, fun, rich time where you are learning a ton, you're gaining momentum, you're meeting all these amazing people, having all these amazing experiences, and your business was starting to take off. Because that's what I want. And I've, this last year, it's been almost a year since we started building the Great E-Course Adventure. It's been, it's been unbelievable. I've pulled more all-nighters in my entire life. I mean, I originally started creating courses because I didn't want to work anymore. And that's just a bunch of crap because now I'm working more than I've ever worked. And it's the best ever. I love it. I love our community. I love what I'm doing. It's so fulfilling. It's amazing. And so rather than seeking to not work, seek to do work you friggin' love that just doesn't feel like work, that it feels like play, that it's your creative bliss because that's what it's really all about. We're always going to be working. If you're a true entrepreneur, you're never going to not be working. You're always going to have an idea or a project that you're working on. And so, you know, don't get stuck in the end game of trying to get somewhere way off into the future. Just be where you are because there's a million and one steps and tiny details between where you are and where you want to be. So just love and enjoy and appreciate where you are. Savor it all because this is life, man. It's not always going to be like this. So enjoy it, even the hard stuff. And last, last point of the day is drum roll. Take radical action. We don't get to where we want to go by sitting on our butts. And I know Trish is on this this uh, this call right now, this webinar podcast thingy that we're doing here. And Trish High is one of our students, and she was one of the original students in my original e-course on building e-courses. And this woman works hard. She shows up to the game. She gets shit done, and she does it again and again and again. She doesn't back down to the learning curve, and she is a creating machine. You are awesome, Trish. And so you got to do that. You you don't get to where you want to go by sitting and applying the law of attraction and thinking positive and setting intentions. All that stuff's fine and dandy, and it will help you with your action taken, but it takes radical action to get to where you want to go. And that's the bottom line. It's the only thing that's going to work. I mean, I would not be where I am if it wasn't for taking so much action. And I think, <sighs> yeah. I look back on my life at where I'm at right now and and I think it's because I had very little money in my first half a decade of being an entrepreneur. I mean, first seven years for sure until I really had a big breakthrough. And it just kept me constantly on my toes and moving forward. And I was 100% committed. I wasn't like, oh, I have this thing to fall back on. I was like, this is it. This is my path. I must figure this out. 
And, and it was as hard as it has been, it's been very, very fulfilling. It kept my life very simple and focused. Like it wasn't like I had all these different directions to go. It was one path and that was it. And so if you're able to ask yourself, how can you simplify your life so that you need less, so that you need to focus less on all those other things that make you money so that you can focus more on this one and only thing? Because every place you put your energy that is not on your path is taking you away from your power and what you're here to do. And so the more focused you are, the more intentional you are, and the more one-sided you are towards that, that thing that you really want to be doing and investing your energy into, the more you're going to be able to do it. And the more steps you're going to be able to take in a day towards that. And I'm constantly seeing how I can simplify and refine my life so that my life is only the good stuff, only the stuff that like, I really want to deeply be doing in every cell of my being. And so just check in with yourself. Are you doing things that are out of alignment with who you know you are and what you know you want to be doing? If the answer is yes, then how can you change it? What can you do to shift it? And sometimes letting go of that stuff is scary because we don't know what's on the other side of it. And sometimes it's 100% necessary and we just got to rip it off like a Band-Aid so that we can just get on with our lives and do what we're here to do. The world's wild and crazy and wonderful, and there's so much opportunity and potential out there for us right now as creators and as people who are you know, in our hearts and we're honestly in service to others. And the more energy and time you have to focus on this thing that you feel you're here to do, the better it's going to be for you, the better it's going to be for your long-term vision, the better it's going to be for the customers that you're here to serve. And... I made a commitment to myself way back in the day that I was just going to focus on this as much as I could. And so I worked with, with as little money as I could live on so that I could do the best job I could just focusing on the thing. If that's something that resonates with you, then do it. We've all got our own way. We've all got our own path to follow. And so with this list that I went through today, I hope there's at least one or two juicy pieces that you're like, yes, that's what I needed to hear. And I hope you actually apply that, whether it's the scheduling your success, whether it's sending some thank you cards to your team or getting back in touch with somebody that you've fallen out of touch with who has been a key person in your life or who you feel could be a key person in your life or whether it's to, to just feel that fire in your belly and start creating every day instead of just waiting around for something to happen. Cause you're the one that has to make it happen. You're an entrepreneur. There's no other way. There's nobody else that's going to do it for you. You got to do it. There's no CEO that's going to come up on a horse and shining armor. Who's going to save your business or do your taxes or your bookkeeping for you. It's all you <laughs> unless you're willing to hire somebody out. So Really just embrace this journey because it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing and it's scary and it's frustrating, but it's mostly amazing because you're the one who's making the rules. So write that down. I make the rules as in you make the rules. I, I make my own rules. You can make your rules. I mean, if you need me to make your rules for you, I can make your rules for you, but I think you'd be much happier if you make your own rules. So make your rule book today. What is your rule book for being an entrepreneur and a creator in your life? I think that's a really wonderful thing to know. 
So that's all for today, folks. I'm really grateful that you were here. Andy, I hope you're having a fun flight right now and that you listen to this in the future sometime. For all of you people that are listening to this in the future, hey, thanks for doing that. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you next week. Who has a topic suggestion? If you have a topic suggestion, in the questions and topics section underneath this screen, let us know what you suggest. Andy and I are going to pick a topic for next week based on suggestions that come from you. So if you're watching this, right under the thingy-mabobber, the video here is the questions and topics, and we'll be happy to pick your topic if it's awesome. So stay awesome, everybody, and let me know how this landed for you. I'll talk to you soon.